0: Right. <laughs> I get morning, Rabbi say, right in the sugya of the highliges shayvivim kedushas hape, and the drushas haran. I'm sorry, the drushas Sam sofer, in his drushas on shayvivim, discuss the following. The highliges Sam sofer says that when we talk about kedushas and shmiras hadibu, so we dive every single day. Elakain, <speaking> kain etzolish shoni me rather, <Hebrew> the rabbi nishaloinim help me, give me the siyata d'shmei, give me the help, the support to be able to. Watch my mouth to guard my mouth from speaking evil. So, but what do we do about it? We can doven and doven and doven and doven. Oh, but what do we do? <laughs> it's like the guy dovens and dovens and doven. Rabban Shalalem, make me a millionaire. And he gets up there after 120. He says, Rabban Yishalayim, I doven and doven and doven to become a millionaire. And Rabban Shalem says, did you buy a lottery ticket? Did you do something abyssalish, toddlers? So that's, that's the question of the question of What are we doing about it, the Myssa? Savarach Hashem, Sunday mornings, nice and early, to learn a bissel about Shmiras and Kedushas Adibo. Two weeks ago we gave a Hagdama. Last week we spoke about cursing, and in the, the, the whole Indian of Nivil Peh. This week Be'ezah Hashem, every week as we say we pick a different topic. Every week a different idea. This week is Ba'zar Hashem, the Sugya of a Nurse The Pasik tells us, that a person has to be careful not to pain somebody else. From here, Chazal tell us, and I would like today Be'ez Hashem, to go through so many different examples. I think the best way to deal with today's topic is to give example after example, different ideas of how we can, so sort of, to sort of speak, make it real and try to bring out the sugya as practical as possible. The idea of not hurting somebody else. The idea of being careful of our speech, not only in the sense of cursing, whether it's somebody else or ourselves or whoever it may be, but just the idea of not hurting somebody else. Ness, an important idea that we have to understand. A lot of times people think that the speech that we utter, what comes out of our mouth, isn't so painful, can't cause so much harm, it's not so bad. And it's very, very far from the truth as we know. Because sometimes, and we've heard from this before, we'll speak about it, but Hashem, we'll talk about it maybe more practically by the halachas <laughs> of Lashon Hora. A person could say something that can harm someone for years and years to come. But we don't even realize the koyach, the power of our words. There is a pasuk in Mishlei, perigud base pasuk where The pasuk in Mishlei says, <laughs> which is translated loosely as a person can utter words that are like a piercing sword, but the tongue of a chacham of a wise person, can heal. Reb Moshe Aaron Sterns, Zatzal, the Meshkeich of Kamenetz Yeshiva, once explained this pasuk and Mishle in the following way. He explained that the tongue is like a loaded gun. When a person has a gun, he can aim it whichever way, and before he pulls the trigger... He has the ability to stop, to prevent himself, and to aim. Zogor Moshe stands turn, Sal, the tongue is the same thing. Before the words come out of our mouth, we have an opportunity to stop, to think. But once they've already come out of our mouth, it's like that gun. Once you pull the trigger and it faced a certain direction, it's all over. It's going to go there. When you say something that you shouldn't say, that's going to cause someone else harm. It's going to cause someone else pain. It's very nice to regret it afterwards. And ness that there is chuva, Of course, it's always tshuva. But once we've done the damage, that damage is very, very hard to rectify afterwards, which is why it's so important to understand these halachas before the words come out of our mouth. The Gemara in Bab talks a lot about two different types of oina. Two different types of hurting. Oina as the know of your mouth, of words, of speech, and the know of moment, right, overcharging in different ways that we're not going to explain at this moment of time. The Gemara says in Ba'matziyah, Da'fnan Chassam at base, it's more down in the Torah, Reish Chav Chass and that he says, hurting someone financially is terrible, but it's not as bad as hurting someone with words. Because when you hurt someone financially, you can always pay him back. You can always figure out ways of rectifying it. Zuk the Gemara, when you hurt someone with words, that's something often that you can just not take back. And that's why the Gemara considers it to be much worse than painting and hurting someone in a financial way. And again, of course, Avada, we can do tshuva, Avada, there's kapara, but we're discussing over here the severity of what we're discussing over here. The Gemara Mitzia tells us, how the Rabbeinu Shiloylam just to understand that the words of the Gemara, gets angry with a person that hurts another Yid with words. In fact, the Gemara says a very scary thing. The Gemara says that when a person hurts somebody else with words, the Rabbeinu Shiloylam Bechloidoi V'Azmi himself comes and extracts payment and punishment from the person that hurts somebody else with words. How careful a person has to be. The Gemara famously in Bab Metzir Daphnon Tess. Um, Omar Aleph tells us that if a person cries to the Rabbani because he was hurt with words, then automatically gets answered right right away. As the Gemara tells us, All the gates are generally closed except for the gates of somebody that was hurt with with pain, with insults, and other things that we are going to be discussing Ba'iza Hashem today over here. The Gemara... In Yuma, Perikzain tells us that if you hurt somebody else with words, you have to ask him Mechila. It applies to children as well. That means a parent has no right to insult, to hurt their child. Of course, we're not discussing that in Yoni chinach If Chinuch needs to be taken care of, it's a different sugya. But I'm talking about insulting a person's own child, or any children for that matter. It's a very, very serious issa. It applies to all ages. The Gemara in bar says how careful we have to be to insult or put down or embarrass a woman, especially one's own wife, says the Gemara. And the preacher brings this in Reh Chavches, in Chosh and Mishpat, says the Gemara, they cry and get more insulted easier than anybody else. Look the Gemara, how careful we have to be for women in January and especially our own wives. The Chovetz Chaim, in his Sefer of Choyves HaShemira says that Ainoz from is not only to words, it could be through writing, a text, an email, a WhatsApp, or it could even be through a gesture. A facial expression can often do so much harm to somebody else. And before we go to the examples, we have to mention Rabbi Niyoni, Shara Shah Shagimel, Rabbi Niyone tells us, which again is in Mufur Gemara, that a person has to be extra, extra, extra careful not to pain an Almana or a Yosem, or a Yosemah, because anyone says, Rabbeinu Yoinin that pain's an almana, or a yosemun, or a yosema, it's chayiv misa bidei shomayim. It's the psach of Rabbeinu Yoinin shara tshuva, shara gimel. Rabbi Yisrael, that's the introduction. Okay, let's get practical. Let's talk about cases, Ma'isa, I'll give the Olim some marmakremis. I'll give the Olim some cases. I do believe that there are some chedushim over here that many people don't know. And even if you know them, we need to hear it nachamol and nachamol, some machazik al-salvinistinian, especially by the way, that we're in yeshiva. We're here together with the Chaveirim in the dormitory, the Plimiyah, together in the dorms, together with the Chavrusus, together with the Rebbeim. Sometimes it's often the people that we're closest to are the people that we hurt the most. And that's why it's so interesting how sometimes you have spousal you know, problems between husband and wives and it's like, come on, this is your wife, this is your husband. The answer is when we're together with someone so often and we spend so much time with each other, our barriers go down and our roommates, and our chavrusus, and our rebeim, and whatever it may be, we're not sensitive to these halachas. When we're at work, or when we're meeting someone for the first time, we're the nicest people in the world. We're so patient. We're so complimentary. Everything's gewalti. And our roommate, and our wife, and our friend, and our whatever it is, our cousin, and our mother is like, hey, when you're with me, you're not so nice. person has to be extra, extra sensitive. That every single person deserves, every human being in the world deserves respect, and deserves... Our respect, but we have to work on this. So let's discuss some of the cases of a Rabbi rabisa. We're dealing with the pulse in the Torah. We're dealing with the nissa d'araisa <laughs> <laughs> of a from hurting any other yid in any way. So let's discuss it in a perfect, simple way. Embarrassing somebody else, the Mishnah tells us clearly. If it's publicly, <laughs> famous rabbi Yonah over there, very serious to embarrass somebody else publicly for sure. That we know. What about mentioning somebody else's past? What about mentioning where they came from? What well, do I mention what they used to do, what they used to eat, what they used to say, how they used to act? All of these things over here. So again, this is a mufurish gemara, but and test. Look it up. The gemara tells us that when we mention somebody else's past, right? Take for example a Balchuva, which by our Hashem we should all be zaycha, to be valid tshuva. But you take somebody that used to. He used to mess around, do things that he shouldn't do. And you go with him and say, Aha, I remember those days. Maybe he used to go over there and used to do this and he used to eat this and he used to say this. You tell him that, right? You're not even saying in a bad way. You don't even want to hurt him. But of course, generally people are embarrassed when you talk about what they used to do in a negative way. And therefore it's not good die to talk about someone's family, talk about someone's parents, talk about their own selves, how a person has to be careful. The Orach which the Chavosh Chaim like that a person says derogatory facts about himself, or his family, or somebody else's family in that way. Somebody goes over to someone else in a very insensitive way and says, oh my gosh, I heard your parents are divorced. That's a terrible thing to say to somebody. You're hurting over there. Or I heard your wife's really lazy. She doesn't cook much. Disgusting. These are things that embarrass people where you have to have the sensitivity. Even saying something, something small like, oh my gosh, you have a huge nose, right? Even saying something like that, we laugh at it, we laugh, but often we laugh. At the expense of somebody else. So we have to be extremely, extremely careful. Pouring salt over an open wound, or even a closed wound for that matter, is also problematic. Reminding someone of something that happened to him, or imagine something bad happens to a person, you say to him, well, you know why that happened. Look at all the abeiris that you do. I've heard of these things happen to you. You're pouring, you're digging deep. You're pouring salt over to open wounds. That is a problem. The Shulchan Hara, the Balatanya brings down the graz, and When he talks about it, he calls it Sarah Lev. For example, when a person says, imagine you meet your friend, and you say to him, oh, that's a nice clean white shirt. Let's see how long it stays white for, okay? How careful we have to be to not look, say something, even Buremes, even if we're not even saying the name, even if we're not going over to the person, but we're saying, we're calling it out, whatever it may be, to say something in a way to a person that embarrasses him, and again, we have to have the sensitivity to realize that people actually do get embarrassed. if they say, yeah, it's fine, it's a joke. They're smiling on the outside. On the inside, they're hurting. And that hurt can last for years as well. The Gemara talks about in says, Paskins like it, calling somebody a nickname. Hey, chubby, calling somebody a nickname. He doesn't mind, he's fine. He told me to tell it to him. He told me to call him that. That's fine. A person has to be careful not to give a derogatory name, negative name to anyone else in that case. The Rambam in Hilchas Mechira discusses asking someone a shaila that you know that he cannot answer. And you go over to him and you have so much hanoah when you know he cannot answer. He didn't learn that Masechta. He never learned that Halacha or whatever it may be. And you go over to him and you say, No, what's chat?" And he has no idea. So again, we're not discussing right now if you're Machanach someone, or if you're trying to be Mazaric someone, or you're trying to give them kina soifim ta'av al-chachma. I'm not discussing now the Indian are trying to be Machazik someone, helping someone, if you know the situation. But to go over to someone, look the Ramba and ask him a shayla that you know, you know, that they do not, I mean the Gemara talks about, some foolish Gemara, the Gemara says never ask someone a Mesach that they're not currently learning right now. That's what the Gomorrah says. That's talking about tanoim and amoyroim. Because maybe they won't, you know, they're not, they're not, they'll be embarrassed, whatever it is. These are tanoim, and Many of them could do triasamesim. And yet still, how careful we have to be, don't embarrass them. You never know. Maybe they're not holding it. Maybe they forgot it. Maybe they're asking something else right now. Who knows? But how sensitive we have to be not to cause someone a little bit of embarrassment in that case over there. Moving on, Rabbois, of course, spreading false, false rumors, to Savada, Stam, spreading things that shouldn't be spread. You know something that no one else knows, or you feel something that no one else feels, and you spread it to the Olam. You're spreading what called a cancer to everybody else, and people get affected by it, and you have no idea how you could affect themselves, their Yiddishkeit, and their future. The Chassam Soifa, Chish Mishmet Simen Kuf Ayyimov, discusses playing a practical joke on someone. You know, he take away his shoes when, he's, when he We take away his hat so he can't find it. It's a joke. It's a practical joke. How careful a person has to be not to play a practical joke on somebody else. It's mamish, not poshut. There's shilas in the Sforim on Chosher Mishpat that if I want to buy someone a new hat because their hat is so gafalach bad, I, push, I want to pay for them to have a new hat. So I'm going to steal their hat and buy, to get the size whatever it is to so look for it and then I'm going to have to buy them a new one. That's a problem. Aye, but I'm buying them a new Don't, you have to be careful. Again, I'm not going down to the shilas of that particular case. But how sensitive we have to be in that case. The Rambam says, a person says something that causes someone embarrassment. I'll give you an example. Uh you see you walk into a home of someone that your high mission, someone that you know, whatever it is, and the, the woman is cleaning the home. And you're like, oh, where do you get a cleaning lady's number from? Oh that's nice. What are you implying over there? Right? So again, sensitivity to somebody else, to realise that yes they may smile, yes they may even laugh, but at the expense of somebody else, this is a Nastvorim, which is a posuk in the Torah, and how careful a person has to be. The Shulchan and Rabbi say, I give you the Mount McComas only so you can look these things up yourself, Derby, Because these are very important things. Choy Simon Tov Beis, base, base. Talks about scaring other people. The guy's coming into the base measure, she has no idea, he thinks there's nobody here, it's two o'clock in the morning, right? Dark, the lights are off. I'm over here, obviously we're looking at the player that we didn't understand chat last night, share with. So we're gonna sitting it down. The guy's coming in, I'll give him a, give him a, right? As Zogda There's an Issa of to Jerome. And the riot to this, of course, is the coin girdle. What's the riot? The coin girdle used to wear, on the bottom, he used to wear bells. Bells and pomegranates. What's pshat in the bells? The says. In order that people should never be scared. When he walks, oh my god, the coin girdle is here. So he should be told that he's coming in. You hear him coming, you're like, okay, I know he's coming. And that's how important even the coin girdle coming in. Has to be careful to, in that case. The Seyfi says when we show someone an angry face, right? Again, he can get upset, he can get depressed. Again, I'm not discussing now the union of Chinuch and when it can be sometimes muta. Oh, but the Seyfi Arayim says to show someone an angry face is terrible. Terrible, terrible thing. The Aruch HaShulchan, the Shulchan HaRav, the Chofetz Chaim talks about this case, which I don't want to go too much into, of walking into a business when you have absolutely a thousand percent no kavana to buy anything. Not maybe I'll be persuaded. No way am I going to buy this. But I go in Estam just to make him like, you know, he, oh, he's you know, all excited. What are you, what are you buying? Uh, and just to make him excited. Zuk the Zuk the Graz, the and how careful a person has to be not to cause even if I don't say anything, that could also be Now there's a famous, there's a famous thing that people say that when you uh, disturb somebody's sleep, that's called Gezel Shayna. So that is a mistake. The Shevet Talevi in Tshuva, and you can look this up, up yourself, Ravozna Zatzal, Godel Ador, Ravozna Zatzal, in Sheva Talevi, Ch'elik Zayin Semen Reish Chof Dalet, says it's not Shayach to steal sleep from somebody, there's no tangibility, there's nothing there that's physical. Ah, uh, he says, Ravozna, you're telling me, it's Votachas V'sholem, Avadavits Asa. So what's the Yissa? The Yissa Zainas Tavarim, you're painting somebody else, or giving him sour. It's a all right, It's a positive. It's a terrible thing, but a person has to be extremely careful not to get involved and disturbing someone's sleep, especially if you live in a dormitory, especially if you live in an apartment building, whatever it may be. How careful you have to be. Now, the Maisa, we also have to know there are certain times that I know from do not apply. We mentioned a couple of them. When rebuking someone and giving someone a bit of Musa, if it's done in the correct way, and they're going to take it from you, and sometimes be Bimachana children includes that as well. And if someone is a claw rusher. He's an absolute Rosha, He knows the Allah, He does it Such a person that could be a heta to uh, to hurt him, to insult him. But again, all the details of that, I don't want to get into. Somebody was once walking with aileg chazanish, and there was a talmud. They're walking in Shmuz with aileg and there was a guy that walked past and started insulting uh, the talmud or the chazanish, whatever it was. And the talmud was so disgusted, he was so upset, he turned around and he said. It's insulted the guy back. How could you speak that way? But I uh, go, whatever on the street. The chazanish turned to him and said, I won't tell you where you say. Silence is not a sign of weakness. Fakhet. It's a sign of strength. That when a person knows and is proud of who he is and where he's come, then it doesn't bother him if someone insults him. It doesn't bother him who says it, how he says it, what he says. It makes no difference. Person has to use and learn the sensitivity of everything we've learned today to have sensitivity towards others and make sure we're not over on the Issa of in Have a wonderful week.